Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible opportunity, incredible schus, to begin Chumish Bereshis, to begin Parshas Bereshis, to once again begin another beautiful cycle of the Torah. And Rashi in his commentary, his opening commentary on Parshas Bereshis, asks a simple question. Why include the entire story of creation? Why include the Genesis narrative? Now you'll ask, what kind of question is that? Of course you have to start with creation. It's the beginning of everything. Rashi says that essentially we don't really understand the creation story. right? What does it mean? Ahlech Baruch Hu created the world from nothing. There was nothing. There was nothing and Ahlech Baruch Hu created something. You know, as human beings, we could, create, we could relate to taking something small and making it bigger, taking something bigger and reducing it to its core particles. But the notion of taking nothing and making it into something is not in our lexicon. It's not within our ability to do something like that. Furthermore, Akalish Baruch creates the world in six days. How much time is six days? We know that it's not 24-hour days. The 24-hour day is a construct in which we have to live in, we have to exist in. But Akalish Baruch who is above and beyond time, is not limited by day. So Rashi is really bothered by why include a story that no one really understands? Because you have to, you have to appreciate one thing. The Torah is not a storybook. The Torah is a book of laws. And even when the Torah tells stories, the stories are only there because of their moral, legal, or ethical implications. There is no story that's included in the Torah because it's a nice story, because it makes you feel good, because it's nice It's nice to read about the biography, about this, that. No, the stories are there for their legal, moral, ethical implications. And as such, says Rashi, if we don't really understand the Genesis narrative, if we don't really understand the story of creation, then why is it included? So Rashi HaKadosh explains that it's there just to drill home or to reinforce one core point, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, therefore he's the master of the world, and therefore he has the ability to allocate whatever land he wants to, to whichever nation he desires. And so HaKadosh Baruch Hu decided that Am Yisrael, the Jewish people should have Eretz Yisrael. I will say, what right does God have to do that? He created it. He owned it. He chooses how to divide it. So it's incredible. According to Rashi, the entire purpose of the Genesis narrative is to reinforce Am Yisrael's claim to Eretz Yisrael, to reinforce the Jewish people's claim to the land of Israel. But I've often thought that there's even a much simpler answer to this question. Why begin the Torah with a story no one understands? Because there is a very simple lesson that Kaddish Baruch Hu is trying to teach us. You know, it's interesting that Hashem created the world over six days. Right? Now remember, however long those days were, however short, not material for our conversation right now. But one thing is clear. Kaddish Baruch Hu didn't need six days to create the world. He could have created the same world in a moment. Think about this for a moment. If we look at the first day of creation, Hashem said, Vayomer Elohim Yehi'ar. Hashem said, let there be light. And what happens the next moment? Vayhi'ar, there's light. See, Kaddish Baruch Hu doesn't need a lot of time in order to accomplish anything. He actually doesn't need any time. Time is something that he rises above. He transcends time. All that Kaddish Baruch Hu needs to do is will it, and it happens. Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted light, light occurred. As such, HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have willed the entire universe into creation in one moment. Why do you need six days? Why do you need six, six days of active creation, a day of rest, just will it all into existence in one moment and be done. And I think that Ibono Shalom was coming to teach us an incredibly important lesson, which is that if you want to build a world in life, it takes time.
takes time to build a world. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the only being, the only entity in this world, in this universe, that could will something into existence in a moment. For the rest of us, if you want to build something, it's going to take time. And it may take a lot of time. You know, there's a beautiful Medrash. The Medrash says that the Ribbono Sha'on created thousands of worlds before ours. And those worlds didn't work out. Our world worked out. Modeling for us again that sometimes you have to be prepared to build and fail. You have to be prepared to go ahead and put in effort and fall down and find the courage to get back up. You see, the entire point of the creation story is not simply to teach us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, because the truth is you could have accomplished that in one verse. Hashem created the world. Furthermore, it's not even all that important to know what God created on any particular day. What does it matter? What does it matter? HaKadosh Baruch Hu created everything. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have created everything in one moment. But he, dafka, he intentionally spans it over six days to model for us this all-incredible lesson. If you want to build a world for yourself, if you want to build a life for yourself, if you want to build a personality for yourself, it takes time. It takes time. You know, we live in a world and we live in a society which prides itself on instant gratification that everything is about getting what you want, how you want it, and getting it now. And the truth is that might work, that might work for many things in life, right? many beautiful technological advances that Baruch Hashem help get us things faster, whether it's your cell phone or your microwave or your car that goes from zero to 60 in three seconds, whatever it is, there are many wonderful things that help accelerate the natural pace of things, but the things that matter most, the life you build, the personality you build, the family you build, those are the things that are going to take time. Because if you want to build a meaningful world, if you want to build a meaningful life, even HaKadosh Baruch Hu took six days to get it right. He didn't need the six days. But he's modeling for us to have the requisite and necessary patience. You know, we had in Dafyomi just a few days ago that one of the first mitzvahs that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us upon entering into the land of Israel, actually, as before we entered in, one of the first mitzvahs was the mitzvah of Arla. The mitzvah that says that for the first three years you are not permitted to partake of the fruit of the tree. Such a strange mitzvah. Here, I worked hard to plant, I worked, I watered, I did everything, the miracle grow, the fruit is finally here, and what? Oh, I, I can't eat it for three years. And the Yimar says, Chesh was trying to teach us patience. Patience. You know, the famous adage goes that patience is a virtue. Patience isn't a virtue. Patience is an absolute unequivocal necessity. Because without patience, you can't build something meaningful in life. Because the more meaningful the project, the more meaningful the endeavor, the more time it is going to take. The Rebono Shal Olam could create in an instant, but he didn't, in order to model for us the right behavior. You know, it's a new year. The Yom Tov of Sukkis, Shemini Atzeres, Simchas Torah is behind us. We're coming into Shabbos, Bereshis, a brand new beginning, a brand new Eschatros. And hopefully we come into this new year filled with goals and dreams and aspirations. I have a vision 
of the life I want to build. I have a vision of the personality I want to create. I have a vision of all of the things I hope to accomplish this year. Maybe some of them are the things I hope to accomplish last year, but didn't get them done. And maybe there's a whole variety, a whole smorgasbord of beautiful new life dreams and aspirations for the current year, for the new year. And sometimes we start with this excitement, and when things don't like fall into place immediately, or they don't materialize immediately, we become discouraged, we become upset, and sometimes we even give up because we convince ourselves that if it was quote-unquote meant to be, it should have fallen into place immediately. It should have happened. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu really wanted it, then all the planets would have lined up, all the constellations would have been in perfect alignment, and everything would have gone keseder. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu teaches us through Parashas Bereshis that if you want to create something new in life, if you want to create something meaningful in life, it takes six days. Those days could have been millions or billions of years, who knows? But it takes time. It takes time. So as we enter into the new year, filled, bursting with excitement, with hope, with optimism, with vision, with dreams, we have to remember the message of Arla. Sometimes you have to wait three years to partake of the fruit. We have to remember the message of Bracious, that sometimes it takes time for your world to come together. The challenge is not giving up hope. The challenge is not throwing in the towel because everything didn't come together as quickly as you hoped it would. In the Zuchos of beginning this brand new parasha, this brand new Chumash, this brand new cycle, this brand new year, may we learn from our Father, may we learn from our Creator and recognize that if we have hopes to build a beautiful new world for ourselves, we must also have the patience to see it come to fruition. Wishing everyone a good and Arab Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.